Welcome to the Confidence Lounge podcast, where we cover all things confidence in life and business. I'm your host, Elise Conroy, and I'm on a passionate mission to help thousands of women across the world feel more confident from the inside out, because not on my watch am I ever going to watch another woman do insecure life and business again. So if you're ready to become your most confident self, mama, or businesswoman, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So grab your favorite beverage, get nice and comfy, and get ready to receive today's confidence injection. I'm so fired up about today's episode because we are going to be talking about one of my favorite things in the world, and that is how to take confident action now. Not tomorrow, not in a year, right? We want to take confident action now. So one of the number one reasons that women want to work with me is because I'm an expert in getting into action. I love being super strategic when it comes to time. I love being really efficient with time. I love being strategic and efficient also when it comes to decision making. So I'm a big action taker. I love getting shit done. So get ready because a byproduct of being in my energy is this infectious pull to do the thing that you've always wanted to do. That thing that is burning in your belly right now that you're saying, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I don't have time for that. Oh, I'll get to that later. But it's that little whisper. I know it's in there. I know it's eating at you. I know you want to do it. So let's stop talking to yourself out of it. Let's end that today, right? So I see so many of us get stuck. We spend a lot of time in overthinking, right? We're talking ourselves out of the things we want to do the most, and then we beat ourselves up for not doing the thing. Or when we actually try to do the thing, we start taking action fueled by stress and pressure, and it feels terrible, of course, so we get overwhelmed, and we feel defeated, and we quit because it feels uncomfortable. Then we get into a place where we convince ourselves that we're lazy or we're not the type of person that does big things. So all of these ways of doing... Are painful. It wastes a lot of time. And the thing is, it's always when you believe these type of things, it's always going to limit you from doing what you're truly capable of. Or when you spiral out and get into these patterns of inaction, you're not actually doing the thing you want to do the most. And sometimes we end up going backwards. So I don't want that, right? Because the thing is, creating action is a skill that most of us aren't taught. So what happens is as we get into our adult life, we get into a certain set of, you know, ways of doing, right? We have our habits, we have our our comfort zone. So this programming starts to create the results that we have in our life. And this programming is really comprised of three things, our beliefs, our habits, and our decisions. So a lot of times the culmination of this repeat programming is a result of us being stuck. So if we want to get into action and start creating new results, we have to start reprogramming. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to get into a couple steps to help you get unstuck and to help you learn how to start taking confident action now. So we're going to talk about where this programming comes from. We're going to talk about the specific things that take you out of action and the specific things that are keeping you stuck, the feelings that we don't want to take action from the dialogue that you need to have with yourself in order to get into motivated, that motivated vibe, right? That ooey gooey space where we're like, yes, I'm doing the thing. And then we're going to talk about specifically how to take confident action now and how to create intrinsic motivation to ensure you follow through. Are you ready? Okay, let's get into action. (laughs) I'm so fired up right now. I wish you all could feel what I'm feeling from the inside. My belly is burning. I'm like, I got to get you all the things, right? Okay, so let's start first with where does this programming come from? So all of us have the beliefs, the habits, the decisions that we, that really navigates how we show up every single day. So this is like our internal roadmap, right? 
So this informs the results that we have in our life. So the reason why we have this programming is it comes from our parental figures. So whoever it was that raised you, as children, we witness their beliefs. We witness the habits that they have, the decisions that they're making. And their way of doing is essentially imprinted upon us. And the thing about this is our way of doing that was imprinted upon us, that was handed to us, we didn't choose this, right? It's just what we witnessed, so it's what we know. That's going to stay the same until we update the programming. So, so many of us are sleepwalking through life right now, and we don't even realize that we have full control over this programming. So this is our opportunity to wake up because every result that we have in our life starts with a thought and starts with a belief that we have. So the way that this works is our thoughts create our feelings, right? So you're going to think a thought that's going to evoke a feeling in your body. Then that feeling is going to drive your action. So this really how you feel informs what you do or do, do not do. This is why it's so important to understand the thoughts that are creating the feelings. And then our actions are what create our results. So let's name a couple things. Get really laser focused and specific on what takes you out of action. Because I see this come up again and again with the women that I work with, and it's literally the same things every single time. So let's see if this is what you're doing too. So the first thing is, is you're not clear on what you want to do or where you want to go. So this kills so many dreams because it's like, think of it like we're driving somewhere and we don't ever have an address plugged into the GPS. We're just kind of like, oh, do I take this road? I don't know. Should I take this road? Oh, should I turn left here? Should I drive up this mountain? What's on the other side of this mountain? Next thing you know, you're like lost and overwhelmed and you're in this place of inaction and you've killed all those steps that you're taking and you've lost your momentum. So the biggest thing is you've got to be clear and you've got to make sure you have some address that you're plugging in your GPS. So that way, as you're starting to navigate the steps of taking action, you know where you want to go. That's so important. Another thing is we get lost in the how. Okay. Stay out of the how. (laughs) The how and the when. The when is another one, right? Is the how and the when are going to spiral you into uncertainty and this is going to disempower your confidence. So the how and the when are two things that are going to create pressure. They're always going to lead you to like, I don't know, how is this going to work? Oh my God, and when is it going to happen? And next thing you know, you're like, I don't know, I don't know. And you're panicking, you're freaking out. We don't ever want you taking action from that place. So if you get into that space, shift yourself into the what and the why. What is one step I can take right now? What do I need to learn? What is going to really help you to stay in action? And the why is going to help you stay connected to the reason you're doing this to begin with, right? So you always want to be clear and ask yourself why am I doing this? Okay, because I want X, Y, and Z. Okay, cool, right? You've got to be clear. Why is going to bring you back to the clarity, the what is going to make sure you don't slip into confusion, okay? So you've got to stay out of the how. I love to tell myself, especially when I'm working on my business, and let's say I'm working on a major result or something really big, and my brain wants to be like, but how am I going to make this happen? I'll swing back with the how is none of my business. I just know where I want to go, and I trust myself to get there. Okay, the next thing is you are creating from stress and pressure. So a lot of times we have to be very cautious of the dialogue that we're having because a lot of times we don't realize that we have all these thoughts that are like, I have to do this. I should be there already. Oh my God, this is never going to happen. Or I've got to work on this right now because I'm already so behind. And so what happens is you start to take action from that place of stress and pressure. So when we start to take action from stress and stress and pressure, it feels like ass. Like you start working on things and you're like, oh my God, this now feels like a chore. I have to do this. And there's a sense of dread that comes in, right? So I want you to notice 
a few specific thoughts and I'm going to tell you what these thoughts produce in terms of the feelings in your body. And keep in mind, a feeling is just a vibration in your body. So you're either going to like the way that vibration feels or you're not. (laughs) And that's going to determine what action you take. If it feels good, you're going to keep doing it. If it doesn't feel good, you're probably going to quit, right? So when you have thoughts that include, I have to do this, I need to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't know, right? This is going to create stress, it's going to create pressure, it's going to create dread, confusion, overwhelm, all feelings we don't want to feel, right? So I love when my brain offers me up, oh, I have to do this right now. No, actually, I don't have to do anything. So I'll look at what do I want to do right now? Because when I want to do something, I'm like, oh gosh, I cannot wait to do that. I get so excited. I feel so good as I'm going to do whatever it is that I actually want to do. But if I'm thinking, I have to do this, I need to do this. Okay, here comes that stress and pressure. Like I never want to take action from either of those places. Another thought that we have is I can't do this. So if you're embarking upon your journey to do something and setting out and taking action and you're already thinking you can't do this, here comes the defeat. Here comes the disempowerment. Here comes the fear. Here comes the doubt. Once again, all emotions we don't want to be feeding. So be very cautious of any thoughts that start with I need to, I have to, I don't want to, I don't know. I don't know is always going to create confusion and a confused mind never makes a decision, right? So if you want to stay paralyzed and in a spiral of inaction, keep telling yourself that you don't know (laughs) or telling yourself that you can't do this, right? So the thing about pressure, I want to focus on pressure for just a second, is when we start taking action from a place of pressure, we know that there's some ego coming in. So anytime you're sensing pressures going on, something's happening with your ego, and your ego is essentially just your your thoughts about yourself, right? Like how you see yourself, your self-image. So a lot of times when there's pressure, our brain is going to shift into this desire as a life or a death, right? So it's like, if I I have to do this and now you're feeling like you're pressured, your brain's gonna be like, this is do or die. I've got to do this right now. So when we feel the feeling of pressure, it's really tied to survival. So when your brain starts taking action from a place of pressure, it's literally going to start making you feel in your body like, I have to do this or I'm going to die. Awful, awful way to start taking action, right? So if you start doing things from a place of pressure and let's say good things start happening, you start achieving you're going to feel obligated to keep going and your achievements aren't going to feel good. It's not going to feel like this blissful like creation process where you find flow and things are just happening naturally. No, there's going to be like this grind and this resistance and it's going to feel like dread every step of the way. And the thing about when you create results from pressure is you're going to create more pressure. So I don't want you living in the energy of pressure because, and truly all all of these feelings, because you're never going to thrive because your brain is always going to be perceiving this as a threat. And when your brain feels threatened, it's going to trigger fight or flight. So it's either going to be like, I got to get out of here or like, oh my God, this feels terrible. I'm dying. There's a big, you know, scary thing chasing me and I got to get out of here. So we don't want you ever taking action from fight or flight, from pressure, because this is never truly going to produce a sustainable result that feels good. So we've got to shift this. Okay, the next thing is you are drowning in to-dos. So nothing is worse than feeling like you have to climb a mountain of (laughs) to-dos as you start to take action. So I find that 
and I actually used to do this myself. I would spend my mornings, I'd like lay in bed and I'm like, oh, what do I need to do today? And so I would write down all my to-dos and then I would get so overwhelmed that I would end up just staying in bed. <laughs> and then of course, guess what happened? I didn't do anything. I like just watched episodes of reality TV back to back all day, every day, right? So obviously that wasn't getting me into action because I'd overwhelm myself from the jump. So I find a lot of my clients do this too. So I'll ask them like, what is it that's keeping you stuck? And they're like, well, my to-do list is just never ending and I never get through it. And I'm like, okay, how many things are on it? They're like, oh, like a thousand, right? Okay, so if you're already starting to take action and you have a thousand things to do, your brain's gonna be like, oh my God, this is too much and you're gonna quit. So be very cautious of burying yourself in to-do lists. And also be very cautious of multitasking because I see a lot of you out there think that multitasking is something we want to celebrate. It's not because the thing is you're splitting your focus into a lot of different areas. So when we do things with divided focus, it ends up taking us longer in the long run because you're never actually 100% committing to sitting down and doing one thing at a time. So what happens is we try to do this over here, this over here, this over here, and nothing ever gets done. Or if it does, it feels very chaotic or very frenzied. And it doesn't, once again, feel good as we're taking action because it's like, oh, I got to do this. And now I'm doing this. And I'm, you know, I have this joke. It's like uh, we have a thousand tabs open in our brain at all times. So our brain gets overwhelmed and then it shuts down. So I, I literally have this note to myself saying, make sure my brain does not have too many tabs open because I know when I'm in the pattern of multitasking, it the divided focus always ends up really overwhelming me and getting me into a pattern of inaction. So we've got to be careful of splitting our focus and convincing ourselves that multitasking isn't working or is working because it's really not. Okay, next is you are losing time perfecting. So hey, perfectionist, I'm recovering, so I feel you. But here's the deal is you staying at work two extra hours to over perfect something in the form of let's say you're moving an image in a PowerPoint presentation to the left, to the right, to the here, that's not actually going to produce a result, right? So we think to ourselves, if I set all this time up to perfect this and I wanna make it perfect, a lot of times we end up wasting time. So one of the things I do for my clients that I work with in the CAN program is I actually audit their time. And we'll look at their, let's call it 40 hour work week because so many of us are ingrained to spend 40 hours working. Our client, are my clients really spending 40 hours working? No, a lot of that time is actually spent in inaction because they're stuck over perfecting, right? So they're not actually moving the needle in their business and their career because they're taking action that isn't actually equating to anything. So think of you're just on the hamster wheel. You're just stuck over perfecting, doing all the things, but it's not actually making an impact. So I find a lot of times when some of the women I work with are staying late, they're really just stuck in a pattern of perfecting, which is keeping them at work late. And I'm like, don't you wanna be at home? Like doing things, enjoying your life, like having some work-life balance as opposed to sitting there over perfecting things? Like, no. So I always advise people who are stuck in perfectionism, if this is a time waster for you, set a timer to help keep yourself on track and to keep you out of getting distracted or getting stuck in the pattern of over perfecting. And it's a really beautiful way to help yourself stay accountable and create awareness on, oh, I'm over perfecting again. Hold on. Let me just call it done. Right? Okay, next is we are entertaining fear of judgment and fear of failure. So nothing kills action, like worrying about, oh God, what are they going to think about me? What if I fail? What if I lose everything? What if this doesn't work? What if I'm going to die alone, right? We always end up going to that level of drama in our brains for so many of us, right? So 
If you fear judgment, I want you to listen to the episode that I recorded called Disempowering the Fear of Judgment because I have an exercise for you that is going to help you disempower that fear and it's really naming your they. So if you're afraid of what will they say, what will they think, what if I get it wrong and they're going to judge me, I want you to name your they and I want you to ask yourself why their opinion is so important to you because that is a huge thing that so many of us let get big in our minds and it keeps us out of action because we're so worried about what other people are going to think about us. But when we actually shine the light on it, it's usually only a few people in our life that we're worried about. And once you see that, then you can determine why their their opinion of you is so valuable and if you want to keep entertaining that way of thinking. So if you fear judgment, definitely listen to that episode. There's a lot of good things in there for you. And you have a beautiful opportunity to really re-engineer your relationship with the opinions of others because you decide who you are, you decide where you're going. Other people don't have the ability to determine that for you. But what I see is the fear of other people's thoughts about you or their opinions about you or their judgments killing your dreams. I don't want you getting stuck in inaction or with your dreams dying, not on my watch. Like we don't want to do that. So listen to that episode. There's a lot there for you. Next is you don't know your quit triggers. So what is the thing that keeps you from quitting? It's most likely whatever makes you feel super uncomfortable. So a lot of times when people have a low tolerance for discomfort, that's what causes us to quit. So you start doing the thing and once again, it feels terrible because you're taking action from pressure. So you're like, oh, this feels terrible. I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do this for one more day. It doesn't feel good. This isn't how I thought it was going to feel. So I don't want to do this. So we end up talking ourselves out of it because we don't even realize that we have the ability to work through those discomforts in real time. This is what I teach to women I work with how to do is how to really befriend discomfort and how to use this as one of your biggest success currencies. Because once you know how to work with discomfort, oh my God, there's you'll just be in limitless action because you'll see things like doubt and fear as barometers that you're going in the right direction because you're actually leaving your comfort zone and you'll know how to work through them in real time. It is some of the most valuable work that you can ever do for yourself. Okay, the last thing that is, I'm guessing, keeping you in action in an action, I should say, is you don't believe or trust in what you're doing. Okay, well, if you don't believe in you and you don't trust you, then of course you're not going to be taking action because you're going to think to yourself once again, oh, I can't do this. This isn't going to work anyways. Why even try? So nothing kills action vibes like, oh, why even try, right? Like think about how that feels in your body. It is so defeating when you start to finally embark upon doing the thing you want to do the most. And then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this probably isn't going to work. So I'm just not even going to try. No, we don't want you in that place. So here's how to start overcoming this. Here's how to start getting into taking that beautiful, confident action now. And I love this acronym CAN so much that I actually named my one-to-one program this. So CAN stands for confident action now because it's such a beautiful way to think about momentum. Like think to yourself right now, like I am taking confident action now. Like you're going to generate that feeling of it and that momentum is going to start to pull you forward. So first step in taking confident action now, is you're gonna start with the belief, I can do this. Because once again, if you believe that you can't do this, of course you can't do this, that's gonna be your result. So if your thought is, I can't do this, you're gonna be feeling defeated, you're gonna be feeling like you know there's no momentum going on there because why even try? And the thing that's gonna be living in your result line is not doing it. So you've got to really feed the belief of I can do this. And even if let's say you want to do something major, you want to leave your job, you want to end a relationship, you want to launch a business, whatever your biggest dream is, you want to be interviewed by Oprah, (laughs) you want to take a trip around the world, like whatever the craziest of the craziest is. 
I want you to, if that's too big for you, then I want you to start feeding belief in one micro step to get there. Okay, I can take one baby step today. I can take one, you know, step towards where I want to be and start building belief there because every single step, one is going to lead to two, two is going to lead to 10, 10 is going to lead to 20. And next thing you know, you're going to be at your destination. But if you're not believing in every step that you're taking on the way as a vehicle to get you there, of course, you're never going to get there, right? So it's so powerful to start taking action from that place of knowing I can do this. And I truly believe I can do anything that I put my mind to. And I have a lot of proof that that is real. So I look at my track record of success. It is insane, the things that I have done in my life. And it's all because when I embark upon this journey, and this was a big thing when I launched my business, even when all the fear and the doubt and the insecurity came, which are all normal feelings, by the way, right? Like anytime we leave our comfort zone, that's going to be there. Even when that all came, I still knew that I could get where I wanted to go. I was clear. I knew exactly where I wanted to be. And then every single day, even when it felt terrible, even when I felt like I had a mountain to climb, I still got there because I was focusing on the micro steps. I didn't let it get too big in my brain, right? So we've got to step into that belief that you can do this. That belief is going to fill you to greatness once you truly believe that to be true. Okay, step two and how to take action is I have a formula that I teach the women I work with how to apply called the DIVA formula. So cheesy, but I love it. So it's DVA. And this stands for define, visualize, and action. So when we define, you're going to make your plan and you're going to start with where you want to go and why. And it is so important to have a clear why because your why is your your biggest North Star, your navigation system. Why do you want to go where you want to go? Because without a clear why, here comes confusion. Here comes I don't knows, right? And I don't knows, as we said, are going to shift you back into inaction. So we want you to know, that just like I said to begin with, what is that end destination you're plugging in your GPS and why do you want to get there? Then visualize is you're going to visualize yourself getting there. And then I really want you to feed into the belief of how you want to feel along the way. So as you embark upon this journey, I want you to picture, like, let's say you want to drive to New York and that's your goal. What does it feel like as you're driving there? How is the view going to be? Because a lot of times we don't actually put any thought or any, you know, any belief into what the journey is going to look like, but we then get thrown off and it doesn't feel like how we wanted it to feel. And we're like, oh, this is terrible, right? So we want to just be intentional here. And why I like to be intentional is because then our brain can start visualizing and connecting with how to create this journey for you. And it's going to be problem solving behind the scenes to help do things to get you where you want to go, right? And then once you can kind of start to see it, you're like, oh, that's going to feel so good when I get there. So I want you to think about like, Do you want your journey to feel peaceful and calm and to feel like you are excited to be doing this, right? Do you want it to feel like totally energized, level 10, you're pumping up the volume, you're just like amplifying it every single day, it's wild, you're doing the damn thing, right? Like what is that journey looking like for you and how do you want it to feel? When we start to pick how we feel every single day, then we can design our life by intention. And I ask the question to every single woman that I work with, how do you want to feel when you go to work every day? Because a lot of times what I find is they want to feel, let's say, calm, right? But then they're working in a high high stress and pressure environment where there's a lot of chaos. So if you want to feel aligned and start taking that aligned action, we've got to get intentional and strategic about visualizing where you want to go and deciding how you want to feel along the way. 
And the last step of this is to take action. So when you're stepping into action, you're focusing on that micro step. So what is the one step I can do today to move the needle, right? So you're taking that confident action now to actually execute your plan backed by the belief that it's going to work out the way you want, right? So apply this formula daily for focused results and helping you to get into action. So I like to think of it as like, here's what I'm gonna do today, here's how I want it to look and feel, and here's the action steps I need to take to get there. I don't let it get more complicated than that. And you can literally apply this to, here's how I'm gonna get to the gym. <laughs> I'm going to set the intention to go to the gym. I wanna picture myself driving in the car to get there. I wanna feel motivated as I'm going. I wanna feel like, oh, this is gonna be the best workout of my life. And then once I get there, I'm gonna do 30 minutes on the elliptical and I'm gonna take a spin class, whatever. I don't know, I just made that up, right? So that's an example of just one simple thing. So you can apply this formula to any area of your life to help you start getting into action. Okay, number three is you're going to disempower the later mindset. So I know you all use this excuse, because I used to do this too, is, oh, I'll do that later, right? So I actually had a thought. I want to say this was probably about a decade ago, and this really helped me to make sure I'm holding myself accountable to do the thing that I want to do. And I told myself, I like excuse busted myself. I was like, no, there's no such thing as later release. Do it. Just do it. Just get up and do it. And so I don't know what it was about that. It just like, I I couldn't unsee it once I had that thought. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to adopt this mindset of there's no such thing as later. And so what it helped me to do was see what I wanted to do. And then instead of just like overthinking and then like laying on the couch and I'd be like, like, okay, well, where do I want to start? Okay, well, once I start, like, how am I going to do this? And blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, once again, I'm overwhelmed and talking myself out of it. I'd be like, okay, just get up and do the first thing. And then I'd start to gain momentum doing that. So I'm like, there's no such thing as later. So that would keep me motivated. So what it also helped me to do is stay out of the unuseful emotions that we do not want to take action from, which are the pressure, overwhelm, stress, anxiety, shame. Oh my God, trying to take action from a place of shame. Ugh, terrible, right? Taking action, feeling like we need to be perfect, worrying about judgment, feeling defeated, feeling doubtful, feeling insecure. We don't want to take action from any of those things. So being in that mindset of there's no such thing as later, I can do this, take one step, right? Now all of a sudden, here you go. You're on the way. Then the next step in this, step five, is you're going to accept what is and you're going to stop focusing on what isn't. So a lot of times we want to fix and change everything and have it be perfect as we get started, but no, that's going to keep you back in inaction. So you want to look at like, okay, cool, this is, this isn't, okay, go. And what I'll see, like, well, I can't do that because this and this and this is keeping me blocked. Okay, well, those are the things that aren't working. Let's excuse bust. How can you look at what is working and start looking more there? So a lot of times where I see women talk themselves out of things is they're like, well, I could never do this because in the past, like I've tried to lose weight and I, I'm not the type of person that actually like stays committed. And then next thing you know, like I'm at the fridge eating and I don't know how, like I just keep eating and it's like, okay, so let's accept what is. So you're an emotional eater. Cool. No big. What are your emotional eating triggers? Let's look there. Right. And so we don't actually like do the work to understand what it is, but we start accepting what isn't. We're like, well, I'm just not that person. Or we're like, this person is standing in my way. Or I I don't know how to do that. So we start focusing on the things that are our blocks versus accepting what is. Like, okay, these are the things. This is the reality. This is where we're at. Cool, cool. What needs to happen to overcome the things that aren't? So I don't want you spending any time accepting what isn't. 
because if you're just sitting and looking at what isn't, it's always going to give you more problems to solve versus, okay, these are the things that I'm up against. Let's start finding solutions now, right? Because what isn't is going to be that victim mentality. There's so many things going wrong. There's so many problems. Nothing's working. Nobody likes me. Nobody is supporting me. Like all of this type of shit, right? But when you're in like, okay, so yeah, I'm going to be doing this alone. I have no support, but I'm going to figure it out. So it's going to be two totally different energies in your body when you're looking at what is versus staying and what isn't. Okay. Number six and seven, these two go hand in hand, so I'm going to talk about them together, and that is believing in the result and trusting you can do it. So once again, you have to believe in what you want to do, and you have to trust that you can do it, or else it's never going to happen for you. You're always going to find a million reasons as to why it's impossible. You're always going to have so much evidence as to why this is never going to work. You're always going to have so much ammunition to talk yourself out of it if you don't believe and trust in the things that you want to do and trust in yourself to be the person that's going to get you there. So I want you to start believing things about yourself like, I'm resourceful. I know how to do things. I'm an amazing problem solver. I know how to figure things out. I know how to get where I want to go. And I trust myself to make good decisions along the way. So when you start to believe these type of things about yourself, it's going to shift you into action because you're going to be like, yeah, I know what I want to do. I trust myself to get there. Get out of my way. That's the vibe I want to see you living in. Number eight is make space for discomfort, especially when you are doing something new, because every time you leave your comfort zone, you're going to feel uncomfortable emotions. So I use things like fear, which is just an emotion designed to keep us alive, right? I use things like doubt, which is basically just uncertainty. I use things like insecurity, which is like, oh God, I'm not feeling like I know the thing and I don't know and I feel uncomfortable, right? Like I use all of those things as barometers to success because they've shown me as they come up that I'm leaving my comfort zone. And when I leave my comfort zone, remarkable things happen. Nothing incredible has ever happened inside of my comfort zone. My confidence is not created inside of my comfort zone. It happens when I overcome, you know, trials and tribulations, when I overcome the barriers that I'm faced with, when I climb the mountain and get to the top, right? And I enjoy the view once I'm at the top. The confidence is not going to come from just staying in your normal day-to-day, normal way of doing. We've got to leave our beautiful comfort zone behind and make space for that discomfort. Because once again, when you have a higher tolerance for discomfort, what that's going to disempower is your desire to quit because you're going to be like, okay, yeah, this feels uncomfortable, but I can overcome this. Cool. Here's what I've got to do next. Okay. Number nine is don't do too much and overwhelm yourself and then burn yourself out. So a lot of times, and I'll use weight loss as an example, because I feel like we've all been in this place at some point of our lives as women, is we're like, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in a month (laughs) and I'm going to go to boot camp every day for an hour. And mind you, I haven't worked out in three years, but I'm going to start and then I'm going to cut all my calories and I'm not going to eat any sugar and I'm only going to have boiled chicken and broccoli. And then here comes your body like, where's the cheesecake? Like, hold on, I'm so exhausted. Why are you like kicking my ass every day? Like, calm down, lady, you know, and then we quit. So we don't want to do too much. And also we we want to be where we're at. Like we, especially like in our careers, we aspire to be at a certain place, but we also have to honor where we're at and start as beginners. So what I'll see happen, especially when women launch a business is they'll hit the ground running, going hundred miles an hour, trying to get to where somebody who's been in business for five or 10 years is at, and then beat themselves up for not being there. So we don't want you doing that either because it's going to burn you out. And next thing here, you know, here come all the thoughts that are like, oh, well, you can't do this. You weren't made for this. You should just quit now because it's so uncomfortable. So you've got to be focused on this micro step mentality that I was mentioning earlier. One step at a time. 
You're not going to throw everything on the to-do list. When I work with women on goal setting, I only let them set three goals at a time. Because if we're once again dividing our focus, splitting our attention in a hundred different areas, you're never actually going to be getting anything done and you're going to be burning yourself out in the process versus doing impactful, focused, intentional things that move the needle. So if you're noticing yourself overwhelmed, what can you take off of your plate? What can you delegate? What can you reprioritize? What can you do to make sure that you're not drowning in a sea of to-dos, right? We don't want you burning yourself out and then once again showing up every day with an empty tank, overgiving, overworking, overperfecting because you're going to quit. We don't want that. Or it's going to feel like ass. We don't want that either. Okay, number 10. We've got one more after this is be open to the plan changing. So when we're taking action, when you're setting out to do something amazing, when you want to, you know, make shit happen, curveballs are going to come. So make space for those curveballs and make space to being adaptable. I think being adaptable is one of the number one beautiful skills that you can have to create success because you're like, cool, okay, pivot. Okay, this just came up. All right, turning the lane, turning the lane, changing lanes, right? Putting my blinker on, now we're going over here. So when we are so attached to the plan and the how and having such rigid expectations, it totally freaks out our nervous system when changes come because we're like, oh my God, this wasn't planned for. No, this wasn't how it was supposed to be. And then next thing you know, you're like, no, this isn't right. And we freak ourselves out. We don't want that because the reality is, Curveballs are going to come. I created thousands of products before becoming a coach. I did product development. There was never one project that I worked on that I wasn't hit in the face with multiple curveballs. Nothing ever went perfect. Nothing ever went according to plan. But in the space of problem solving, in the space of overcoming, in the space of building that resiliency is where your confidence is going to be built. But if we're feeling like the curveballs are a problem every single time that they come, We've got to get into the place of no longer seeing curveballs as a problem because that's going to set you up for defeat, right? It's always, once again, going to feel terrible. We want you to not have expectations of the how and just trust the plan is going to unfold exactly as it's supposed to because in reality, that's what's going to happen. Okay, the last thing on here is make your support plan. So in order to do this, I need blank to make it happen. So what I mean by that is what support do you need to get there? Do you need somebody to watch the kids, to give you time to do the thing you want to do? Do you need to sit down and dedicate two hours this weekend to figuring out what your action plan is going to be? Do you need to hire a coach or somebody who's going to motivate you to do the thing that you want to do because you know without an accountability partner that you're not actually going to do it? Do you need to have a support system so that way when the feelings of fear and doubt and insecurity come, because once again, they will. I can't scream this out enough. When those feelings come, you you can phone a friend and be like, hey, I'm feeling down. I'm feeling like I don't know what to do next. Like, can you just talk this through with me? So what do you need in terms of support? Does it, is it a book? Do you need to invest in taking a course? Do you need to go back to school? What is it that you need to make the thing happen? I cannot tell you how many times I see people embarking upon their journey with uh, without support it causes them to quit because it's like going up river without a paddle. It just ends up being too much sometimes to take on your own. So when you try to take all of that on just on your own shoulders, it gets too heavy and we can't carry that heavy backpack up the mountain by ourselves. Sometimes we need somebody to hold the backpack for us or we need somebody to help us unpack the backpack. We need somebody to throw <laughs> to help us feel empowered to throw the backpack over the cliff, right? Like whatever it is, what support do you need to make it happen? 
Okay, so these are your steps to get into action. So I want to shift into talking about intrinsic motivation. So intrinsic motivation is really the intentional desire to do something that's created from the inside out. So this is something that comes deep from within. And this is supported through your daily belief work, your mindset development, and taking those daily micro steps. So I want you to think about something for just a second. So let's just kind of pause. We're going to slow things down and we're going to tune into you. So how do you feel when you truly, and I'm talking like truly level 10 desire something, almost to where it is so delicious that you can taste it. You want it so bad that you're salivating over it. Like how do you feel when you desire something at that level? Because I know there's something in you right now that you're desiring to do. And a lot of times that's where we talk ourselves out of it. It's too big. It's too much. We don't know how. Where would I even start? Oh my God, right? So one of the things I do when I start working with a new client in the CAN program is I lead them in our first session through, it's called the Needs, Wants, Desires Workshop. And we talk about what your needs are. And your needs are basically your fundamental day-to-day things that you need to survive, like as basic and primitive as food and water, right? It might be a hug from your partner. It might be like connection with a friend. It might be you walk 10,000 steps, like whatever your true need is to keep you going. Then your wants are basically one step above that. So it's like a like to have, but you don't necessarily, you know, need it to stay alive, but it would be cool to have it. And then your desire, I always, I I joke with them and I'm like, okay, you're going to get on a unicorn and you're going to go straight to the stratosphere of impossible. What is that thing? And usually they'll say like, I want to go have a villa in Italy, or I want to write a book. I interviewed with Oprah, I think because I work with so many women that are in the, you know, coaching space or personal development space. They have this idea that they want to work with Oprah. A lot of people, I want to start a podcast. I want to make a certain amount of money. I want to drive this car. I want to have this amount of children. I want to have this designer back, like whatever it is, right? Like whatever it is that you truly desire. We get really laser focused on on that. And a lot of times, like, it's funny, I'll I'll give you a silly example. A lot of times my clients will tell me, like, they want to live on somewhere with a lot of land, but yet they're living in the city, living this chaotic life, but they really crave and desire peace. So it's interesting because then once again, they're showing me that their reality is not in alignment with their truest desire. And in order to get into our fullest alignment, just with ourselves as women living the life that we truly want by design... We've got to honor our desires. So when you are fueled by that desire, by inspiration, by, you know, really, like it really comes back to that desire. Like I picture a flame burning in my belly when I really desire something the most. Like when I think of helping thousands of women across the world feel more confident, I am lit the fuck up. Like I can't, I don't even want to sit down. Like even just talking about it, my heart's racing faster. I'm starting to sweat. Like I get so just turned on thinking about that because I'm like, that desire is so big and hell yeah, I'm going to do it. And what that does is that shifts me into action. It creates that intrinsic motivation within me as a byproduct of that desire being so strong. So when you are fueled by desire, when you are filled with belief in what's possible, you're going to create that beautiful intrinsic motivation with ease. And then when you go to look in the mirror at yourself every day, you're going to know hot damn, I'm that woman who is on to doing remarkable things. I'm on to something major. And you're going to be like, I got shit to do today. F the things that aren't, you know, a priority. No, I can't go to that barbecue because I've got stuff to work on. No, I can't stay late at work because I'm working on my side hustle, whatever it is. That motivation is going to continue to build. So a lot of times where I see my clients getting stuck and women just as a whole getting stuck is we want external motivation. We want someone to pump us up or nudge us to do the things that we want to do, right? We need a buddy to do the thing. We wish 
it was in pill form because <laughs> we don't know how to create that feeling of motivation from the inside out. So they want someone to tell us what to do and that they're good enough and that they can do it. But that is your biggest opportunity is to create that belief that you can do it yourself, right? No more external validation, no more external motivation. So what we do in the CAN program is we shift you into creating that intrinsic motivation, that motivation that is coming from deep in your belly and is your truest, deepest desire. Because this is so important to create internally versus seeking a permission slip from everyone around you, from life, that you can do the thing that you want to do the most and that you're capable of doing that. Because when you feel that rock solid certainty and that belief in your core, here comes that desire inspiring you at the highest level. And you're going to be taking action like your ass is on fire, right? You're going to be looking in the mirror, so blown away by that woman staring back at you because you believe with certainty in your core of all cores that she is capable of anything that she puts her mind to. You're going to be like, hell yeah, I've got this, right? You're not going to need anyone to tell you that you're good enough or that you can do it because you already have that rock solid belief within you. So I want you to think about when was the last time you felt this level of desire or this level of inspiration or fueled motivation, intrinsic motivation inside of you. And when I say inspired or desire, I mean that that it, beautiful, let's almost fuse the two, that inspired desire that shoots you out of bed, fills you with aliveness and excitement, gets you pushing people out of the way because you can't get to where you want to be fast enough and propels you into making that thing your reality. When was the last time you felt this way? Or have you ever felt that way? Or do you find that this intrinsic motivation is something that you're lacking in your life, right? Because you can learn how to do this. I teach women how to do this every single day. So I want to challenge you, if you've never felt this, or if you're this is something where you want to build the skill, to learn how to be your own motivation. Get out there and push for remarkable. Show this world what you are capable of and stop looking for that outside validation. You have everything you need within you right now to go. We've just got to get you into that space of seeing that you are capable and feeling that belief and trust that you can make it happen for yourself. All right, so let's recap this. So you're going to start with the belief, I can do this. You're going to apply the diva formula. You're going to define it, you're going to visualize, and then you're going to shift into action. You're going to get rid of the can't mindset and you're going to tell yourself there's no such thing as later and bust through your excuses. You're going to get intentional about how you want to feel as you take action and staying motivated, right? We're going to stay out of the pressure, the overwhelm, the stress, the anxiety, the shame, the perfection, the judgment, the defeat, the insecurity, the doubt, Blah. get rid of it, right? You're going to accept what is and stop focusing on it on what isn't. You're going to believe and trust that you can do it. You're going to make space for the discomfort because you know it's coming, right? You're not going to do too much and overwhelm yourself and burn yourself out. You're going to be open to the plan changing and make space for those curveballs. And you're going to make your support plan to know I'm going to do this and here's what I need to get there. Okay, deal. We ready to take some action? Okay, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know how the F to do this. <laughs> I want to. I want you to consider joining the CAD program, right? So consider this to be your official invitation on the inside, because this is exactly what I'm going to teach you how to do. You're going to get into taking confident action now as your most secure self. So you're going to learn how to create that beautiful intrinsic motivation. You're going to learn how to apply the diva formula and take those painless steps every single day that are going to get you where you want to go in both life and business. So this will truly be one of the most valuable skills that you're going to learn. It's going to be one of the most powerful investments you ever make in yourself because once you learn how to truly master that skill of getting into action, any result that you want is within reach. So if you need that support, I have got you. All right, my beautiful friends, go take a micro step and 
get into action because everything you want is right around the corner the second you start embarking upon this beautiful journey. You've got this. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this helps you, I would love for you to share the gift of confidence with a friend because this is how we all grow. So share this with your girls, a coworker, a fellow mama, or your fam on social media because we all need support in our confidence journey. So sharing can help us heal, feel better, and take steps to grow now. Also, I'd love if you would drop your rating in. Ratings and reviews help me so much more than you realize. And if you found yourself listening today and thinking, I need professional support, I would love to invite you to join the CAN program where I will teach you how to take confident action now. If increased confidence is what you want, this is multiple months of dedicated you time where we will do the deep work on you to create your most confident self, both personally and professionally. Because once you know how to generate the feeling of confidence from the inside out, the possibilities become endless and your results become inevitable. This is the most valuable investment you will ever making yourself. And I cannot wait to see who you become on the other side of doing this work on you. So visit me at soulmakeup.com to learn more or come be my bestie on Instagram. You can find me at your soul makeup. See you next time.